What's going on, you fucking assholes? Who are you talking to? Both of you. I'm not an uh, asshole. I'm not an asshole. You two are probably the biggest assholes I know. Nope. Um, you know, we got Vito's talking. How you doing, Vito? Not bad. How are you? I have something in my fucking eye. I'm not going to lie. And like, it's really bothering me right now. Well, go. Uh, no, it's too late. Put it under one of those um, eye cleaning no, machines from stations, high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll go break um, Vito, what'd you have for dinner? I made some nice ribeyes on the grill, some cream spinach uh, that I did not make from scratch. I bought it frozen and just mm-hmm. microwaved it, and it was fine. It was fine. And some actually like uh, like a tomato focaccia bread thing that I got from uh, Pastosa. Ooh, pastos. There's one in uh in Cranford that I go to a lot. There's one in uh, yeah. There's one down the street in uh in Manalpin from me. Nice. Uh, that place is awesome. Um, now, Ricky, you said in our chat, I'm gonna, uh, I'm you, gonna uh, abstain from answering. How's that? So move on. What would you wow. have for dinner? Damn, Wait, nothing, nothing Dude, good. The, trust in me. the Discord awful. server, he said well, he doesn't want to say it, and now he really doesn't want to say it. Yeah, it's it's just I don't so think we stupid. Can move now. It's so stupid and pointless, and I threw it in the garbage anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Go What's ahead. interesting is you couldn't even like make something up and just been like, oh, I got pizza or something. Sure, I have pizza. Let's okay. go with that. It didn't sound what, like uh, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, sound like the pizza had you. Um Damn. So anyway, before we get to the the uh, the meat of the conversation, uh, I have to say, even though this isn't really the specific hockey podcast, I don't care that it's preseason. Beating the Rangers is fucking fun. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely fun. And I already saw today the you know the usual expected. They played their entire team. We didn't play our whole team. Fucking stop. You didn't play your whole team. Why? Because Lafreniere wasn't in the lineup. He might not even be on the team anyway. He stinks. Yeah, Shesterkin was the other one, and and honestly, yeah. they don't win. We don't. They don't win that game with Shesterkin either. Right. Um, they literally haven't beaten the Devils since like May. It's kind of pathetic. Well, I mean, they beat them three times in May. Uh, why'd you? Not four though. <laughs> not four. Not four. <laughs> not four. Um. Oh man, you know what the. Uh, their pan, their fans pissed me off so much, and I'll tell you what, man, there were so many of them, and I know it's because like they can't afford the garden, um, so they got to come to Prudential Center. The place was like pretty packed for a preseason game, and I honestly, most of the lower level was Ranger fans. It's kind of crazy, but upstairs was all Devils fans, but um, they're the worst. They're the worst, and I was gonna yesterday. Just, they yeah. they they got to get it out of their system while they're still not. Out of the playoff race, out of relevancy, um, which I'm going to talk shit on this year because I'm sick of boasting about them. I don't know. I don't know if their fans are like trying to just talk themselves into the fact that they're not going to suck or or what it is. But like saying that the, the roster is better than it was last year just does not make any sense to me. So I think you might be talking about Dom Lecision's, uh rankings, and and I think a couple yeah. of people said that they upgraded, right? Right. He, I mean, he said it, but like even that, and like some other discourse I've seen on Twitter where they're, you know, discussing how they got better, and I'm like, based on what? 
make it makes no sense. They got um, fucking older, and they were already so, old yeah. as dirt. I, I think the better or worse conversation is very subjective because it doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. Uh, either of the teams, these teams, real because they're both expected to be playoff teams um, this season, especially. But you just hit the nail on the head. It's not that they got worse or better. They got older. They did exactly what they didn't need to do. They got a worse backup goalie. Oh, they terrible. They added old slow veteran guys to their forward group when they needed to get younger and faster. Their defense is still fine. Their defense, I, I think, is very, very good still uh, with especially Miller and Fox leading the I way. Mean, I um, mean, is it though? Is it though? I, like, I think it's Miller good. and Fox are good. Miller and Fox I are like good. Schneider. Um, Schneider's okay. He has his Gustafson's not bad. He's okay no, too, and but I, like, that's I, your I like, big upgrade was Gustafson and Wheeler? Yeah, exactly. Like, really? Um, yeah. Oh, I, fucking stunk Benino, they got they got older. They didn't. Yep. They needed to get younger and faster, and they didn't do any of that. Um, and they also got a fucking old-minded coach too. They they went yeah. from one fossil to another coaching wise. And they're trying to learn a new system. You have a bunch of young young players who suck already. Now you got Lafreniere and Kako who were garbage, trying to learn a new system again for the third time in what three years? This is like the third coach, Dude. and it's crazy. I I don't know. And I it. It is funny to me to see Ranger fans finally turning on Kako and Lafreniere that they suck. Yeah. It's pretty amusing. Um, oh, but like, I mean, like Jimmy VC, Nick, like Nick Benino was another guy that brought in. Why? Well, that's the whole thing. Like, so I have been saying forever that they found out everybody knew starting in February last year, the Devils and Rangers were playing each other in the playoffs. The one thing the Rangers couldn't handle was the Devils' speed. So they go out and get Tarasenko, Kane, Mikola. They make themselves slower. They fucking lose. So you think they would learn a lesson. Then they go get a an old coach that, you know, teaches old-time hockey. They go get Benino. They get Wheeler. Like they like you said, they become older and slower. And it's like, what are you trying to do here? Um, but... Well, what makes me laugh is a lot of the reason they had to do that was because of the Barclay Goodrow contract, which when he signed it, everyone thought was a terrible contract, and it's just biting them in the ass continuously because they had no money, they couldn't buy, they, they had no, they had no cap space. Yeah, and this was uh, a good example of how much of a mistake that was. And again, it's only preseason, but he took the dumbest penalty last night, like a blatant cross check right in front of the ref skates right to the box. And the Devils score like what? 15 seconds into the power play. Like if that's what their season's going to be like, man, that team is in trouble. Just, I, you said their defense is good and past Miller and Fox and like Schneider's decent. He has his moments. He's a young player though. He'll make mistakes. Lindgren's okay, I guess. Like, Trouba's a fucking statue out there. Gustafson's slow as shit. Such a dumb fuck. So he he blatantly boards another veteran player in preseason, which is a no-go to begin with. Like, you just don't do that. And you saw, like, you know, Mark Stone, uh, how pissed he was that guys are taking runs at each other in preseason. But, like, the last time that shit worked was when they played Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Didn't work against the Devils. He did it three games too late. Now he's doing it in the fucking preseason. And... That he didn't hurt to Foley, who came back and had at least an assist on the the best line of of the whole game. Um, to Foley, he, uh, Hughes and Brat, and then like he tried it two more times. He missed Lazar, he missed LeCloud. I'm LeCloud, McLeod. Now he's French. Um, <laughs> now he's French. He's gonna have to uh, change his name soon, probably. But um, like 
what does he do for $8 million? They're not going to be able to get rid of his contract. He's just a big idiot, and his team doesn't even respond to him anymore when he throws those hits. Um, but anyway, that, that's for a different podcast. The highlight of his career as a Ranger is getting ejected from a game and throwing, throwing his helmet tantrum. across the ice. That is, that's what he's going to be remembered Dude, as. Ranger fans look back on that moment like... They put it on the same pedestal as like when Messier guaranteed they were going to win Game yeah. Six. Like, like th- that's Willis, all. Like Willis Reed playing on a broken leg in the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you and Truba yeah. threw his helmet? Um, <laughs> but no, I, so I wanted to bring up Ranger fans because I wanted to say some things that I can't say on the other podcast or that I shouldn't say on the other podcast. Um, we had our, our good friend Meg on on uh, a couple days ago, and some asshole ranger fan with the burner account and zero followers was was calling her a puck bunny that wants to sleep with players and and all that stuff and this is where i feel like i have to take like a break from social media because i really don't have the the mechanism to say it's just an idiot like trying to be a troll ignore it i immediately want to like reach into my phone and like choke the life out of the person and I just, I try to imagine, and, and the person has 1994 in their username, and um, I'll read the whole thing, Rangerstown1994, at NYR1994 fan. So mm-hmm. if he's holding on to that, he's probably some 40-year-old that, you know, lives whoa, in his... Whoa, 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 why are we taking shots at a 40-year-old? Whoa, you're, whoa, you're, whoa. A good, you're, you're a good 40-year-old, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's probably 40. all right. He's probably some forty-three-year-old that lives in his parents' fucking basement in Staten Island. Probably tells everybody he moved back in because they need the help. But he he probably lives in some room in a basement with like that fucking fake wood paneling and a carpet. And he probably has the same Carmen Electra poster like half ripped on his on his ceiling that he wanks off to every night after his parents go to sleep. And he's got to pull out a quiet one. And then he's. You know, then he's on Twitter on his phone trying to go after young women. Just like, oh my God, I just want to run those people over in my fucking car. Like, isn't this what I said literally in our last episode when I was talking? I talked exactly about this. Like, can we stop gatekeeping? Like, I I was mainly talking about devil fans where, you know, old, you know, older fans, younger fans, you know, some of the younger fans haven't really lived through this and et cetera, et cetera. But, like who cares? Like okay, so who cares if she thinks that Mitch Marner's hot? Like who gives a shit? She knows hockey. She knows probably more yeah, hockey she, than most of the dudes we know. Yeah, if she doesn't. Who cares? It also, who cares? <laughs> but like, oh, you like Jack Hughes's hair? Jack Hughes has awesome hair. Timo Meyer's fucking hot, dude. <laughs> like I can admit that he's a fucking yeah. man rocket. So that mean I don't know anything about hockey. It's it's just that's why I, I just picture him being some like dude in his forties that's just is angry that there's a young woman that like knows what she's talking about. Um it's it's really annoying. And also, I mean, that double standard is fucking crazy. Like uh that if if a woman mentions anything about like a dude's look, she knows zero about the sport. But you know, I don't know. Whatever. That's not why we're here today. I just had to get that out. It really bothers me. Um but it also bothers me that uh, Twitter, thanks to Elon, uh, crusty fuck, um, affords you a platform to harass and threaten people with no accountability, because somebody like that would never say something, you know, in real life. But uh, no, they would just sit in the corner and people watch. 
It's the same thing they do to Brat Pack, where they take pictures at the game and then wait till they go home to like take, post a stupid meme about him. Like, you want to be a man, say something at the game, say something to his face, go up well, to him. That's and say exactly. Something. I mean, I don't want to get yeah. on the wrong track. I did. I don't exactly either. Like that. It, yeah. I did exactly that today. It was the guy that was claiming Brat Pack yelled at his kids in front of everyone. His kids are too traumatized to ever go to a game. So I told him, I was like, listen, man, uh, if if you're a grown adult, I would love to meet up with you in person and talk about this. And if your story checks out and it's like relatively believable, I have no problem. I'm a friend of his. Like, I'll talk to him about it. But like, you got to meet me halfway there. You can't be an anonymous person on the Internet saying this shit with no, you know, nothing to prove that it happened and expect a people to believe you or be like well, anyone even listen to you so i told him i was like here's i i even said i have the tweet still up but i think he blocked me or he went private i was like even if you don't want to meet person to person here, let's talk on the phone and talk about it and we'll go from there like that's that seems like a pretty easy or middle ground thing to do otherwise get fucking lost no well i mean especially i don't I, yeah we're getting off on a, a sidetrack here but especially with him there's so many people that He's he's a very polarizing figure around uh, the devils and I mean like for example somebody posted something about him today and I only saw it because some a devil fan retweeted it and it's like a ranger fan I was like I'm like what what the fuck is this I'm like what and it's just like well I don't understand like I, you're Dude, gonna like it's take happening. pictures of somebody yeah. at a game but like. You want like if I had a problem with a Ranger fan and it was like a well-known Ranger fan and I was at a game and they were there, I'd be like, "You're a fucking piece of shit." Period. Fight whatever you want to do. Let's do whatever we're gonna do. But I'm not gonna take a picture of you then run back to my team like, "Oh, look who's here." <laughs> yeah, that was in the last 24 hours. There's uh, there are a couple of people, losers. Devils fan and Rangers fans, and you know, and it's always people that don't have, you know, Vito the saying against you, and and even Ricky, like it, it's always people that don't have their picture don't have their name, don't have any way to be held accountable for the shit they're saying. Like, it's just, these are just the lowest of the low. Like, you two don't have a lot of personal information in your profiles, but you also don't personally go after people. Well, not at all. Well, you're right, but I mean... We did maybe get a little personal. We did get a little personal maybe last the last two podcasts with somebody, but never mind. Go ahead. No, but for a reason, like... Yeah, I know. For a reason, we're not like just picking people out and like trying to make them fucking kill themselves. You know what I mean? Because that's that's the kind of shit that ends up happening from stuff like this. I post pictures of my daughter all the time. Yeah, I do too. I I post Twitter. I do pictures of my daughter. What? Yeah, I've posted videos of my daughter doing jujitsu. I post pictures of my daughter all the time. By the way, Vito, happy birthday a couple days ago. Yesterday, thank you. Yesterday. Oh, so it was yesterday. It was lying. Fuck. I don't know why you guys believe me. I don't. I, I saw your wife post it on Facebook. Yeah, Everybody so wishes Vito a happy birthday yesterday. He goes, and it's not. He says it's not my birthday. <laughs> I knew it was his Just birthday. I saw I, his wife. I saw I, his wife post on Facebook. So no, then I said someone hacked my Facebook and changed it to today. My <laughs> wife must not love me because she fell for it too. <laughs> oh my god! Now we're here. We're gathered here today because we're three Italian douchebags um and uh let's talk about it so i i feel like the conversation is going to lead itself but what i want to ask the what a segue we're here we're <laughs> gathered here today because we're three italian douchebags so let's get into it hey i'm good with, you know i am a wordsmith regular mark twain over here 
So uh, the first thing I wanted to ask you both is, do you have a good handle on when your families came here from Italy? Yes. I, yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go Vito first. Um, on my mom's side, uh, my grandfather was born in Sicily. My mom's mom was uh, born in America. Um, he came over less than a year old. Um, so as much as a Sicilian he is, he never even went back. Um, so he came back again uh, before he turned one. My 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 father's side, both born in Sicily. Um, they came over, I want to say, 55-ish years ago when they were in their early 20s. Um, my dad was born there, uh, but same thing. My dad came over when he was, before he turned one. My aunt was born there and was three or four. She's older than my dad. Um, she did she obviously came with them. She came when she was three or four. Where'd they settle when they got here? Brooklyn. Okay. Brooklyn. Um, uh, they all lived in uh, one, like, three-family home at the time. And, you know, it, it was the entire family came over. Uh, brother, sister. Uh, well, most of the family. A few siblings of my grandparents, like aunt, uh, great aunts and uncles, stayed in Sicily. Others came. All lived together. All did whatever jobs they could at the time to just, you know, make sure they could live. All the kids stayed in just a few rooms. Uh, until they all got, you know, their legs beneath their feet. Ricky, how about you? Uh, where'd your family come from? I don't know exact dates or anything, but I know my grandmother, so my, my mother's side, my grandmother came over with her, I think, seven brothers and sisters from Italy. Um, they lived on a farm, believe it or not, an actual farm off of Tremont Ave in the Bronx um, for long, like during the Great Depression. So it was in like the 20s, 30s. <clears throat> um but yeah, they lived on a farm right off of Tremont Ave until, you know, probably when I was, you know, was, you know, everything developed and stuff. So, you know, it got smaller and smaller. And then it was just really just a house on some property. Um, probably when I was, I don't think of when they sold it. Maybe when I was, maybe like in the mid-90s, my great-grandmother died. And then, you know, how that, you know how that works out when the <clears throat> people start dying and then everyone wants a piece of, you know, that whole thing. So... Mm. Family's great. Family's great like that. Yep. But yeah, my grandmother was, you know, a nurse in the a nurse in this New York City for over fifty years. Um and, you know, she was taking care of her mother at the time, my great grandmother, and like commuting back to where we lived. So it was it was tough. But you know, yeah, I mean, to think about like Tremont Ave, like if you think you go there now, like how could there have possibly been like a farm here? And it was it's pretty crazy like where it is because it's only like like one or two blocks up from like actual Tremont Ave. Uh, and to think about there being like a farm, an actual farm there. And yeah, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they grew up in the great depression, so it's, it was not easy, uh, you know, and it's easy to, <clears throat> you think about like your grandparents, how they would save everything. Don't throw anything out. Like that's just the times like the, during the depression, like they didn't throw, they didn't throw anything out. So like, and that just kind of carried through, you know, her entire life. Um, and then my grandmother, my, my father's parents, I, I honestly don't know where they're from. I know they're from, from Italy. I just don't know. I don't really, never really got into it much. Huh. Yeah. I mean, similar for me, my great grandparents came over in the twenties and, and, uh, and thirties and settled in Elizabeth, New Jersey. 
um, which had a huge, like the Peterstown section had a huge uh, Italian population. Um, and my mother's side of the family came from outside of Rome, a village called Royo del Sangro in the mountains. That's still there. I think like 25 people live there. Uh, my, my father's family came from Sicily from uh, like a fishing village, Shaka, which is like a, a mid-size town now. Um, and my last name, Timoni, translates to Italian as the rudder of a ship. So I asked my grandfather, I said, you know, was our family like shipbuilders or something? And he just said, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so I don't think they know. But um, yeah, and, you know, I've had multiple generations here. It's not too <clears throat> recent, but uh, I, I do consider myself very Italian, considering I, I still have a lot of family over there. And I keep in touch with my cousins and they visit every every now and then. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, my mother's side of the family, I'm really not legally allowed to talk about. The only thing I can tell you is, is my sisters and I have, have memories of, uh, when we used to go to, um, see now my, my father's side of the family settled in Elizabeth, my mother's side settled in Yonkers and, uh, that area. And whenever we would used to go to a wake and a funeral as kids, my mom, quite a white envelopes with cash in it. Not only that, I mean, my my mom used to bring us into the the Italian restaurant after the church, and and she would joke around and, and say, uh, "Wave to the FBI van, kids!" Yeah, right. And there was always a white van across the street. And I remember saying that to Jamie the first time she met my mother's family. I said, "I hope you had a a good time. Just know that your picture is now on a cork board." With a string, string leading a string. to a leading to a question mark, and Charlie Day like looking around, like trying to figure out how she fits in. Um, so uh, there's all that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like we all had similar, yeah, similar, you know, and that's yeah, what I mean, happened. My grand, I mean. Yeah, my grand, my grandparents, my grandmother mostly. My grandfather died when I was really young, but uh, they lived right next door to us, so it was you know I was pretty much with her every day of my life. So it was really like an extension of growing up, of her growing up, really. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't really change much over the years. Like, she, you know, she just kind of did, she made the same food and, you know, didn't want to use technology. And, you know, like her, you know, the power would go out and she'd, can you come over and set my, my alarm clock for me? Like, it's, I've showed you like a thousand times. Just <laughs> fucking hold the button. But like, no, she's like, don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna die. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So I get that call every once in a while. Can you come over and set the clock? Oh my god. Yeah, we're a stubborn group. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I used to just have both sets of grandparents uh, call me all the time because something would happen to their computer. Um, like I can't. My father just called me. I'm sure I can't wait to hear what the problem is. Oh, I mean, we're dude. We're all getting to that care of i told you about back in september of last year when my father um it, my father had a fit because he couldn't find the yankees game <laughs> and i was like dude unfortunately it's a uh youtube tv exclusive oh apple tv exclusive so he spent three hours on the phone with comcast yelling at them about how much <laughs> money he pays and that he should be able to watch every yankee game and i'm like oh my god i can't i don't know if i can explain like streaming broadcast rights to my father now. It might be too late for that. <laughs> but, it says the cloud is full. Well, what is that cloud? Where? Yeah. Oh, so is it going to rain? Like, yeah, and then well, I get more space. It's dark out. Dude, my father with the the fucking Apple. He has Apple, 
and the password. You know, I do. I don't have an iPhone, but I have like an Apple password. Yep. This dude can never remember it. He changes it. He'll like tell me, so I have it. I'll like write it down or put it in my phone. Oh, I was trying to log into this, and I had to change the power. Here we go again. Well, this I can't this password change this path. Oh my god! I can't lie. I have that same issue with the Apple ID, and you always go to reset it, and it's like, oh, you can't use this password. It's too similar to one you've recently used, and it, it, I'm making new passwords up at this point, <laughs> and it's still giving me that. It's like, okay, you're fucking with me at this point. I just want to download an app to Photoshop on my phone to make memes. You don't need to make it this fucking hard on me, dude. I. I still remember this one phone call I got from my grandfather. I didn't know what the fuck to do because I had never heard of this before. He told me one day that he called me and that his his uh, monitor, his computer screen was facing the wrong direction. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 what are you talking about? Turns out that he pressed whatever, um, oh, whatever. The, yep. And yeah. I had never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had no idea. I, I felt so bad. I went to his house and I had to fix it. And then he told me about all these people that were sending him emails um, trying to meet him. <laughs> yeah, and it ends up just being, you know, all the fucking like the porn and stuff. And I just drafted Connor McDavid. Thank you very much. Give me the trophy now. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't do it to Meg. I couldn't take Marner, but he's second on my queue so if she somehow doesn't take him i'm i'm gonna it's grab a sneak him. draft she's gonna have the back-to-back picks he's not gonna be there yeah um that's all right i got my car after that i'll be fine um but yeah so yeah definitely fun dealing with the with the elderly but i i just feel like it happens to a lot of italian families that they live a very long time but then when one goes like all of them go and yeah yeah my grandmother passed away my and then her brother like it was like within a couple of years like all her brothers and her herself and all her brothers and sisters were gone and she was in her 90s you know so they were all like old it's crazy like you think about like the how hard of a life they had growing up to all live to that long like live that long and all the shit we do today to all the medications and all the shit they push on us and and all that stuff and what what's the average lifespan now, like in the mid seventies? Yeah. yeah, especially it, what they ate. Like yeah. not comparing it to like today, but like all they fucking ate was carbs, and that's all uh, we're told is terrible today. That's all they fucking smoked eat or ate. Smoked, smoked from when they were like little kids. I don't think my dad's ever had a glass of water in his life. Yeah. Oh, my grandmother never. She's if never I don't have a hundred ounces by like noon, I have a migraine that lasts a week. The only thing I, I can think of is that it's just a, a issue with the freshness of the food. Like, you know, and, and everybody will tell you like, oh, don't eat this, don't eat that, whatever. But I think, you know, when I always think about my family in Italy, those motherfuckers are eating thick ass pasta for lunch. I was just going to say... Not to cut you off, but I was yeah. literally about to say to you, I don't know that it's necessarily, I think it's an American thing because I hear from a lot of people that go to like Italy on vacation that have like, um, gluten allergies where they can go over there and eat pasta. No problem. They eat all, everything they eat and they, they're perfect. They come back here and they're, they want to die there. It's all, I, I can definitely, yeah, I can definitely yeah. attest to that. Um, 
I was in Sicily a few years ago. And it was mostly the alcohol, like the wine. Um, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I try not to eat pasta a lot just because of how much I had to eat it growing up. So when I was there, I would have it for like a dinner uh, if it was yeah, like good on I'm the with menu. You. I, I tried to you, eat dude. like a lot of fish there. Um, cause where we were, it was like a fishing town. You know what I mean? It's fresh. It's as fresh as it gets. Um, but definitely with the wine, they don't have any additives into it. It's just, it's as clean as it gets. And not only do you taste it, you don't, you know, if you, if you have wine here, unless it's like a really high quality, there's like a, an acidic afterbite um, that like sits in the back of your throat and it just didn't exist there and it was everything was dirt cheap like the cheapest wines didn't have that and you don't feel yep. groggy in the morning you don't feel dehydrated you don't have any type of hangover um it was just it, that i can 100% attest to the quality of ingredients that i i at least had were significantly better than what i i have here on a daily basis unless i'm going to like again a very high quality restaurant or something yeah yeah it's definitely has to do with the freshness and i remember one of my cousins was here a couple years ago dahlia and we were just in a liquor store and she could not fucking believe the amount of money that we have to spend here to get um like a decent bottle of wine like it's so much cheaper over there. She's probably stomping on grapes in her backyard making it herself. Oh, probably. Also, <laughs> Meg just picked... Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm 100% stealing Marner from her because Meg picked uh, Elias Pettersson and then Elias Sorokin. I feel like she forgot and I'm going to pick Marner and she's going to flip the fuck out. Um, but anyway. Yeah, so... I don't know. Did you guys? Uh, I'm I'm sure you guys both had uh, families like mine, or just gigantic family parties, and always getting like you know home cooked meals and stuff as kids. Yep, every Sunday. Uh, every to. Sunday until my parents moved to Florida a couple of years ago, we would still have dinner every Sunday, even though we lived twenty thirty minutes away. We'd go every Sunday. Uh, just just what we did. Used to, yeah. Growing up. Um then unfortunately people start moving all over. I have a lot of family that moved to like Delaware. Um, then a lot of family that moved out to like the Vegas area. And then I, not to get dark, but whoever hasn't passed away, honestly went back to Sicily, um, left of that bunch. And they're fucking living their greatest lives out there. Um, but yeah, no, growing up, I, I was as close with my cousins as, I could have possibly been, and it's just a part of growing up. You know what I mean? Now we're all in our thirties, which is disgusting to say, but, um, some of us are in our forties. Are you 40 or 41? Oh yeah. You're in your forties. Vito, you just turned 30. You are the most 40 looking 30 year old. I've yeah, ever seen. dude. He's the <laughs> oldest young dude ever. And your voice and your yeah. voice. I've always had the voice. Yeah. Um, it, honestly, it, I've always been told, that like i sound like uh, i'm way older than i am um now that i'm being told i look older than i am that's not the greatest thing on the planet it's got to be the mustache you're mature i like i i could live with that but it's got to be the mustache i mean you look mature i wouldn't say you are mature <laughs> there we go that's that's significantly more accurate there you go i look like i have my shit together yeah 
So I was telling Andrew the other day about uh, a couple things that my grandmother would eat all the time that are just seared into my fucking head that I'll never forget. It is so vile. So before I go, are there any weird things that your your family would eat? Like weird? I don't even know that what she would eat was Italian, really. But uh, not really. You guys can think of not really. Like, and I and I will bring it up later when we talk about if we talk about holiday specifically. But like, we never did traditional like seven fishes on christmas or anything like that it was just standard like thanksgiving would be turkey and on all the standard shit it would, yeah it, it'd be like a know. small turkey and then like fucking the huge lasagna pasta yeah, with meatballs and and and, and, and um you know like yeah, beef have, and yeah, yeah like we'd have baked ziti on the side table. yeah whole fucking, yeah. like three different pastas because that's necessary christmas would be ham as like the main event but also you know baked ziti and, and meatballs sure. and all that stuff. And then my father was really big on seafood, so there would always be clams and, um, you know, and mussels and and stuff like that. No, the biggest, like, and again, I don't even think it's a, it's a Italian thing. I think it's more of a New Jersey thing, but, like, my family was, was huge on shellfish, like, just being down the shore all the time and having, you know, pasta with clams and mussels and all that stuff, but we'd actually go crabbing and get, like, 20, 30 blue crock blue claw crabs and then spend the whole afternoon like covering the tables in um newspaper and just like picking them apart like cooking them in uh, old bay and uh, vinegar um i don't even know if that's an italian thing but you know. it actually sounds good old bay and vinegar mix oh yeah it's so good that sounds uh, really good old bay's awesome i mean just having it on uh yeah. crab fries in philly it's nice <laughs> I yeah. didn't hear this seven fishes bullshit. That's again, yeah, me neither. An American thing until I started dating my wife, and I was like 19. And we, I was invited to, to Christmas Eve, um, at her brother and sister in law's, and they're Irish. Um, and they asked, There you go, you know, what do you guys do for the seven fishes? As in me and my family, I was like, The what? And they're like the seven fishes for Christmas Eve dinner, and I had like, the dumbest look on my face. And they're like, "You're not really Italian." I was like, "I, I guess not." If there's this seven fishes thing that all Italians do, so I asked my dad, and he was like, "Yeah, I've I've heard of it, but like we never did that." Um, my grandmother loved making calamari, um, but she would never like fry it. She would soak it. She would like marinate it and then grill it. Uh, so not even like calamari, just like grilled octopus. She loves that and salmon, but never had it often enough because they can never really afford it um so it was never like a big part of meals but same thing with like thanksgiving and everything it would always be a, a mix of just like some american things like turkey string beans stuff like that and then chicken cutlets a pasta course a salad and italian bread and that was really it um but like the portion, but but you're leaving off the fact that the portion size would be enough to feed like a fucking army. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, thirteen chickens worth of chicken yeah, cutlets, exactly, plus, yeah. plus a twenty two pound turkey, yeah, um, and for, the fucking and like a, a fucking pound, a, a fucking three pounds of ziti. Yeah, no, yeah, always. Her favorite thing to make was brujol, uh, and she would you'd open the pot and it'd be like 32 pounds of like meat and pork in it. It's like, who the fuck is this for? We're going to have to, we couldn't eat this. If we, we had a month to eat it. Um, 
one weird thing, and it's not even that weird. It's just like I would never eat it that she made was like this egg kind of pie, like egg frittata pie almost. It was like eggs, potatoes, and asparagus. And I don't know. It just it I like eggs and potatoes. I hate asparagus, so it was always grossed me out. Um so that's a weird thing, I guess, even though it's not that weird. It was just I don't even know what it's called. It may be like a quiche or something like that. Something along those lines, yeah. Um, my, and my she was honestly the quiche. only one that ever yeah, ate it. Used to make broccoli and cheddar quiche. Ooh, yeah, I used to be eggs and ham in mine. Um, to this man. day, my, she used to make it, and then she forgot. She lost the recipe. Me and my sister are still to this day like, could you find this fucking recipe? <laughs> because it was so good. And we've found like every recipe known to man with like... You know, just broccoli cheddar quiche, and it never tastes the same. Or what she did to that, dude. I we were talking. We're talking about all this food, and it just makes me think how lucky we were. And you guys probably have this too. To wake up on a Sunday morning as a kid and already at like nine ten a.m., the house smells like meatballs and tomato sauce. Yep. Like. Uh, just I, I feel bad for other kids who didn't grow up Italian. Now we have to settle this because everybody keeps talking. Wait, about wait, wait hold on. Hold, let me tell you about my gross food, and then we'll go on to the debate. Tell me about your gross food. Now. It's not really my gross food. So the first is one, this what I you have for dinner tonight? No, okay. I, I'll, I would literally die if I ever even saw this in my presence again. Okay. My grandmother would just bring over, and you know, you can probably still buy it somewhere. I'm sure, but it wasn't like a brand name on it. It was just like a big, clear fucking jar that she would crack open with pickled pig's feet in it. And it was just, and she'd just sit there and eat it. Like she was eating like, like corn on the cob. She would just like sit there and just, mm, I was like, Oh, can you fucking do that at home? Like, Oh, <laughs> why? Apparently they get real. And I'm not trying to defend anyone, but they allegedly get like very tender and almost like get like a yellowy kind of texture. And with yeah, the vinegar and everything, it's soaked in. It's good. I would never in a fucking million. You couldn't bro. pay me to. And to it wasn't try it. like I just Googled it while we were talking. And some of them have like juices, like different colored like stuff in it. This was a this was no label, just a clear jar. Like she had pigs in the backyard that she murdered that I didn't know about <laughs> and just like made pastry, you know. Uh, and the bro. other the other one was she would have creamed like out of a can creamed herring. Where it just literally looked like <laughs> Vito just gurgled. Oh, she'd crack it open. Great. She'd crack it open, and it literally looked like there was like an elephant at like an assembly line just jizzing into cans, and then oh. just like dropping a few fish in it, and they would just seal it up right ground to the next one. It was fucking vile, and she'd know, and she'd know that me and my sister would like dry heave, so she would like really make a show out of it just to be a dick. And like, you know, put it up, like hold it above her and like eat it. And like, mm, this is so good. You guys should try it. It's like, oh, fucking no. No. Oh, so gross. That's... Just fucking yeah. vile. I and mean, then, even until she was older, like when she finally like couldn't live alone, no matter what meal we were having on a Sunday, she would always, always, always bring a bowl of fucking fruit over. She would cut up like cantaloupe, oh. fucking grapes. And like watermelon, whatever it was, and just bring it over. Like, oh, nobody's eating the fruit. I'm like, every fucking Sunday, you bring this bowl of fruit over and nobody eats it. Why would today be any different? Like, we're having like two pounds of ziti, a turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, corn, 
uh, vet like uh, cauliflower and broccoli, like roasted, like string beans. Like who the fuck? You know what? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pass on the yams and let me have some of this fucking cantaloupe. Like nobody wants a banana at the end of this. (laughs) Fucking cantaloupe. Like bring it out for for dessert, maybe. I I mean weird stuff. I the only two things that are coming to mind right now is that my family does eat tripe a lot. Um. And then also, my father insists on every time he makes just a simple fucking salad, he's got to crack open a tin of anchovies and put oh. it in there. And like, and he would get mad at me. I'd be like, "I'm sorry, but please make like a different salad without anchovies because that's that's just awful." But I know that's a very that's a very Italian thing, but it's also gross. I mean, she she ate anchovies too, but it wasn't nearly. I I don't eat them. I don't like it. But it wasn't nearly as vile as the herring or the pig's feet. Yeah, I could imagine. The fruit's funny that you mentioned that. My grandmother, I, I think it's just the Italian women too. Yeah. She has to have eight to ten pieces of fruit a day. Um, <laughs> it starts with like an apple and then either a banana and orange for breakfast. And then like a pre-lunch piece of fruit, a post-lunch piece of fruit. Then the same thing with dinner. And then dessert is usually another apple. Which is and funny all, now because my daughter loves apples, so we at all times we have about sixty apples in the house. You know, I was just thinking, Andrew, when you said waking up in the morning, smelling, you know, the meatballs and everything. One a, a thing that just popped into my head. I don't know if you got. You know, I, my grandmother lived next door, so she was literally at our house twenty four seven. Is I'd walk in and my grandmother would be sitting at the table with a fucking huge mason jar. And she'd be p- just peeling garlic and just putting it in the mason jar. Just peeling garlic, peeling garlic, peeling garlic for like fucking two hours. Yep. So my mother had like four mason jars full of, of garlic and like peeled garlic. And that would last like not even a week. Cause you know, it's, you know, when you like, when you go to make something and it says like, oh, use like three, cl- like, uh, you know, three cloves of garlic. Like, oh, you mean like three heads Are of garlic? You? Okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> The way they peel shit with their little knives too is a yep. work of fucking art. Yep. I can't do anything. Nope. Like what they do. And there she carves everything the same. It doesn't matter if it's a rib, a turkey or like a, a clove of garlic. It's the same technique and it works yep. for everything. Yep. The thing I was going to bring up before because so many people, I mean we talked about this uh, on our questions episodes last year but we're all agreeing that it's sauce, not gravy, right? Yes, correct. Great yeah. I, I, hmm. Open and again, shut case. I, I consider myself an Italian-American. Um, I'm significantly more American than Italian. I speak Italian, but I, I'm American through and through. There's nothing more Italian-American than saying gravy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, and, it's and not that's an also Italian this- thing. Yeah, that's also the same as, you know, gabagool, mozzarella. And and I'm lucky to, you know, have a family that's been traditionally Italian enough that we were not, like, saying shit like that. And it is so cringy. But, um, you know, I brought this up to Ricky. I think it was on the podcast, actually, a, a week or two ago, but or a week ago. But, like, one of my cousins from Italy was actually, when last time she was here, she was like, I, I want to ask you, why do you and everyone else con- consider themselves Italian? And like, because that's, you know, where our family's from. And she's like, no, you're American. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, your family hasn't been from Italy in 90 years. Um, You're American. You were born and raised here and your parents were born and raised here. And and like, that kind of made sense to me. And and the, the further we get away from 
the you know 1900 through 1940 or so when like all of these european countries like sent boatloads of people over here i think like the further we get away from that because that's like 100 years now that um i wonder how much longer people are going to consider themselves and identify themselves by their heritage because you know you know you know what i mean or am i just sounding stupid no no, no, no I, I, know exactly I, I, I get exactly and i i honestly feel like i'm leading off my generation doing that uh like i say i'm italian but like i just said i'm i'm mostly american i i try to not eat italian food almost ever um i'm just sick of it. it's just like it's it is what it is um i love a good italian meal at a good restaurant but uh, i i love other cultures foods more than italian food and italians fucking hate that um yeah like, like you said dad, earlier Vito, like pasta like i just to sit down do and it, have to just sit down and have like a like some pot every once in a while we'll make like a ziti which is i think different um but like just to have like you know like we would call them sewer pipes you know, like some sewer pipes with like some meatballs and sauce like i just can't do it like no i'll eat i'll eat the meatballs but i just it's i don't enjoy it like and i never did really like because we just eat it so much my father could put away like two pounds of, of pasta like it was like it was nothing and I just look at it and just like, no, nah, I'll have something else. Like, I just, I'm just not into it. We'd be honest. I think the thing going back to the, where do we start? Like not considering ourselves this or that. The thing that is differentiating, differentiating me most from my ancestors is my value of money and idea of money. And my dad is a, a, a borderline hoarder and, that goes with money too. Mm -hmm. I can't spend money fast enough. And that's probably just growing up watching, you know, parents and grandparents saving every dollar. You got to save every dollar, save every dollar. For fucking what? What happens when you die? Just have fun. You know what I mean? Um, that's also gotten me into some trouble over the years. Oh, too, but, me too. <laughs> but that's a different story. But no, that, I think that's genuinely the thing that differentiates me from the Italian heritage. The most is like my value on a valuables and life. Uh, you know what? That's interesting. You bring that up. Cause I had this conversation with my father and, I, and I've actually had this conversation with him a lot where he always complains. Like, you know, I actually try to hide from him when I do things because his first question is, Oh, how much did that cost? And like, you know, that's just being an annoying parent, but it's also, just generations like yeah and i was trying to explain to him um because he's like i don't know why you and your siblings you, you you spend all your money you don't save your money like you gotta realize dude that we grew up in completely different times like right now we're we are we have ads shoved down our throat and up our assholes like 24 hours a day every single place we go and, and we're like conditioned to want things and then number two gambling is more accessible than it's ever been and it is obnoxious and it's dangerous like the advertising with the gambling and like and the worst part about it is once you get the that thought into your head like i want to buy this thing or i want to gamble you now have the ability to reach in your pocket and empty your bank account like within seconds yeah and my my mother my mother would call that hot nuts and my grandmother would say you have mosses She's like, oh, you got, yeah, unmosses. She's like, yeah, you got unmosses here. You need this, you need that. Like, like, okay, I want to go buy, like, a fucking video game or something. You know what I mean? <clears throat> That's what she would call it, and my mother would fucking call it hot nuts. Yeah, because I mean. Because, like you said, you have the money to buy it. Why shouldn't you? But I'm, 
I'm a little more frugal than that. I, I don't mind spending money, but like I hate buying stuff for myself. Yeah, but like you can though. Like you don't have to get out of a you don't have to get out of bed to oh. buy whatever you want in the world right now. And well, mm. you know, I mean, unless it's I was going to say hookers, but you can get that on your phone too. Um, yeah, probably. Who the fuck would know? Who the fuck would know that? Who the fuck would know that people that are in the with married kids um, or married living with their nobody can hear me right? Um, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just going off the of stories that my grandfather used to tell me: if you wanted to buy something expensive, you have to used to you used to have to get up and dress in your finest suit and go down to the bank and. <laughs> You know, and and say, hey, uh, what, what's your name? I'd like a loan for three hundred dollars to buy a car, and they'd be like, "You're a nice guy. Here's the money." And then, you, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I mean, dude, he used to tell me stories about how he opened up a business by going to a bank and like asking for a five thousand dollar loan, and the guy gave it to him because he's like, "I trust you." <laughs> like, God damn, it doesn't work like that anymore, Grandpa. No, it certainly does not. <laughs> nope. That's like another. It's. I, I'm sorry. It's just like another funny thing. What the fuck does five thousand dollars buy you today? Zero. That like that you need to like be worried about saving that. That's barely a down payment for a leased car. You know Dude. what I mean? Like it's just that it's completely different times. And I've actually softened my dad up in the past few years about it. Um, he's definitely way more open to it. To, to spending a little money here and there um but it's just, it's 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 bizarre the way they they had it pounded into their their heads and operated um and now i think it's like you look back on life it's like maybe i should have spent that little extra well, money i mean if you think about it though like it really starts with your grandparents though like you know mm-hmm. my grandparents andrew's grandparents i'm assuming yours too lived through the great depression where they saved every penny and saved yeah. everything and didn't throw anything out. Like even like use foil, like, you know, we'd like, you know, heat something up and like throw the foil. What do you throw in the foil out for? You can reuse that. My grandmother would be like washing foil off in the sink. I'm like, I can afford a roll of foil. Like, I don't, I don't need to reuse the fucking aluminum foil. Oh my no, God, Ricky, no. I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off, but I, <laughs> I'm going to forget this. If I don't bring it up, Jamie's grandmother do you have anybody in your family that pronounces it aluminum furl or like you're going to burl a pot of water or something like that? Like this old Italian lady. And I've never heard that before, before I met her, she's like, yeah, I've heard heard of it. I've just never heard anyone actually do it. All right. It's goofy. Uh, Continue, please. (laughs) No, I mean like saving aluminum foil. Like one of the funniest stories ever for me, like just a witness was like my, you know, my grandma lived next door and as she was older, like, you know, she would always, her and my father would, you know, yell at each other all the time. She'd be breaking his balls about everything. And, you know, he would just, you know, yell and scream about it, but go help her whatever she needed. And one day he had like a pool skimmer, you know, like a, like with the handle with like a, the net on it where you skim the pool off. Yeah. And there was like a hole in it. So he threw in the garbage. So <laughs> we're fucking standing in the backyard and I see her. She always would walk by cause she'd have to walk past our garbage cans to get in the house. And she'd always like look in the garbage cans to see what he was throwing out. And she's like, what are you throwing this out for? This is perfectly good. He's like, there's a fucking hole in it. She's like, oh, we could just put tape on it. And he goes, oh, yeah. And I watched him take it and just put his fucking fist right through, right <laughs> through the net. The look on her face, I, I honest to God, if she had a knife, she would have stabbed him. 
over like a five dollar like net. You know what I mean? So like the value of like things to them was just like so disproportionate to what they actually were. And, you know, they passed obviously passed some of that along to our parents. And, you know, I guess they've tried to pass some of that along to us, but not not so much. Oh boy. Yeah. Um what the hell was I gonna say? I just distracted myself because I just did really did something really stupid in uh, my draft. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, just buying. St- thinking about buying stuff, maybe want to buy stuff. No, I actually, I accidentally drafted Seth Jones. Um, uh, whoops, I got regerts. Um, I put up some points at least. Maybe. Yeah, I guess fantasy. It's all about uh, points, yo, right? I don't want to get it back into the hockey talk. Let's do I it. Think, I think Chicago might surprise a few people. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs or anything. Uh, Bedard looks fucking he does. insane, dude. He looks like he can carry a team to be mediocre. I'll be yeah. I'll I'll be the old guy yelling at the clouds. It's a it's a bit much the way they're pushing every little thing he does though, and it just irritates me. I just hate when the NHL yeah. does that with everybody, like any any player. It's just this like we get it. He's a great player. Like you don't need to like he scored an empty net goal. Like, okay. I don't need to like suck his dick because he scored an empty net goal. Like the play he didn't score on was way more impressive. The kind of behind the back to himself where he didn't score on the breakaway. I mean, that was way more impressive than an empty net goal. And you didn't really see that play posted a ton at all. The Chicago fans were just chanting. We want the cup in a fucking preseason game. I think the, the NHL just wants to get Chicago back on the map. They're such a big part of the league when they're relevant. Um, Do you think they weren't, weren't punished for all the, I'll yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, they 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 just want to get them back into relevancy, which is good. Your your big markets need to to supply what they're they're supposed to supply. Except for New York, fuck them. New York is a horrible sports town. It really is. And mm-hmm. I mean, when was the last time anybody won anything? NYCFC won an MLS Cup, and no one cares. Um, the, the Yankees big... was two thousand nine. Giants. Think. Yeah, two thousand nine. The Giants, I think. Yeah, it was 09, oh. right? Yeah, it was 09. Uh, it was we, got mar- we got married in 09, and I was at my rehearsal dinner watching them play the Twins. Yeah, and then that yeah. was also the Yankees. Well, that's the Jazz. I was talking about the Yankees. Oh, I was talking oh. about the Giants. I think the Giants might have been 11 or 12. It was either 10 or 11, yeah, because Pittsburgh like, was right the, before the after big them. media markets fucking stink. Boston's great. It's not really... You, when I think like big media market, New York, L.A., I guess Boston. Yeah, I don't really know that Boston's. They're just maybe assholes. not. I don't huge. know that that makes them great. Like I don't know that that makes them great just because they're New York, out. L.A., Chicago are the big Terrible. three. They're really not great sports town. Like L.A., they couldn't care. Like even like you know Florida, Miami, like nobody cares about any of these sports. Like the, like Tampa Bay Rays were in the playoffs and they didn't even sell seventy five percent of the tickets. I know the stadium's a disaster, but it's still a playoff. Who are they playing? I don't fucking know. I've been paying attention to baseball. Because Baltimore, I think Baltimore. I know the game was at like Baltimore. I'm on a Tuesday. So, they got swept. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the problem is though? It's it's Tampa's never had fans, but when the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Mets or the Blue Jays um, went, what's that? It was Texas. Yeah. So when those teams are in town, their stadium is full of away fans. Um, the stadium is a shithole. I've been there. It is. Long. It's Tropicana Field. Didn't that used oh. to be the fucking Thunderdome? Where the, the, was it? The Thunderdome where the Lightning played? I don't think they played there. I think it was a different piece of shit place. 
I don't know. I, uh, either way, I mean, they've been trying to build a stadium in St. Petersburg for, for how many years? They even got so far as to, I think, five years ago, they actually approved a plan to play half of the year in Montreal in uh, Olympic Stadium and half the year in Tampa, and the ML and Major League Baseball shot it down. Um, damn, I, I just remember being in Florida for spring training as a kid in 1998, like seeing all the billboards that team was coming. They had such a cool logo, and they just screwed it all up. Um, but nobody gives a shit about that team. Uh, everybody that lives... That, Florida is a bad sports state when you're talking about baseball and, and hockey. Well, I don't know. Even basketball. Hockey. Even basketball. Like Miami Heat were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and there was tons of empty seats. Like It's the fucking Eastern Conference Finals. It's because Bron Bron and D Wade weren't there. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's going to happen in sports. I think. I think in sports now we're seeing a thing where unless a team is really, really good, fans are just not going to show up. It's not worth it. Um, it's so no, expensive. It's not. And the, the viewing experience on TV is so much better than going to a game, except for hockey. Yeah, you couldn't not pay me enough money to go to a, a game at Giant Stadium. A football game could not pay me enough money just waiting in line for hours to get in and out and fucking just no thank you take a piss yeah no thank you i'd rather watch it on tv baseball same thing i've been offered so many free tickets to go to yankee games just could not be possibly bothered to go to that yeah i mean I dude even when the devils are balls like even if you get free tickets Parking is $35. You got gas and tolls. And then if you want to eat for two and have one drink a person, you're still spending $135 or something to go watch, you know, to go waste your time for a couple hours while you have a, a gigantic TV at home. You don't even have to put your pants on. Right. Scratch your balls, watch the game. No one judges you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I just walk around my apartment in my underwear. And then when I have to fart, I lift my leg up so it sounds like a duck. Because for some reason that just like sends Jamie into a laughing fit. So yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta get the acoustics right. <laughs> Try that next time. Like while you're farting, lift your leg up at the same time, and it goes from a regular sounding fart and it crescendos to like a duck. There's nothing I could do to make my wife laugh at my farts. It's always an eye roll, and you're disgusting. <laughs> she probably farts too. Jamie farts. Probably women fart. fart. Yeah. Yeah. Women fart despite what they tell you. My daughter fucking farts. Oh my God. My kid. She's gassy. She oh thinks it's hysterical too. This is the second fucking pick. I haven't been looking at the laptop and I just got your eyes. Slavkovsky. Fuck. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. You better hope you better be like, Hey, so we weren't doing this for money, right? This, <laughs> so this league, they confirmed it's not for money, but Brian just picked Sean Couturier. So who do who do take first? Brat. It's stupid, but he's committed to the bit. So I respect um, it. I'm committed to bits. Who the hell? Eli told him, and you know what's fucking me up is that he only set 45 seconds per pick. I don't even have time to fucking think. I just yeah, got, I don't know how you're still paying attention to it, especially yeah, since I, it's free. I can't be bothered with Eli Tolvanen. Dude, my team, though, is McDavid, Nylander, Nugent Hopkins, Kempe, Fiala, Zegras, Barzal, Slavkovsky, Tolvanen. Is that good in fantasy? I don't know fantasy hockey. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's good. Petrangelo, McAvoy, Seth Jones, Hampus Lindholm. My goalies are Ottinger and Logan Thompson. I think I have a good team, but a couple picks have slipped by me here. I also have no devils. 
But what what else we got about uh, being Italian? I don't even know what to talk about anymore. Is there anything that your family would pronounce like weird that like you didn't realize what the fuck they were saying until you got older? The only thing I can think of is my mother used to call a drawer a draw. <laughs> um, and otherwise, it's typical Jersey stuff like coffee. But I, when I went to college in Pennsylvania, I don't know what happened to me, man. I completely lost any semblance, semblance of having like a New Jersey Italian accent when I lived in Pennsylvania for three years, three and a half years. Um, it just disappeared. So, My uncle... Uh the one that moved out to Vegas. They moved like 25 years ago. Uh, we went, I forget how old it was, maybe like eight or nine. And he, he still to this day has a, a pretty thick, like Italian New York accent. And we got there and he, he kept saying, do you want to go, go to the go-karts? Uh, he, he was saying go-karts, but it <laughs> sounded like cold cuts. So well, I yeah, want to like, go to the cold cuts. <laughs> I, I'm eight or nine. I don't know, really know how to express like, feelings or what i do and don't want to do so i told him yes but then i was like hysterically crying to my parents that i didn't want to go to the cold cuts go get cold cuts so my dad was like why why are you going to get cold why do you, why are you asking him if he wants to go cold cuts i was like you fucking retarded we're going to the go-karts i was like oh <laughs> I would have been sad at that, dude. I want to go get cold cuts. <laughs> well, now, no, now I would much prefer cold cuts over go karts, dude. If you guys ever make the trip up to Bayonne, and why the fuck would you, unless you absolutely had to be there? For I'm something. not going to. But... Yeah, there's there's a place on 22nd Street uh, called Benanti's. Um, it is just a classic Italian deli run by all dudes from Italy, and they're hilarious. The first time I ever went there, we pulled up, and there were a couple of old Italian guys sitting out in front of the uh, of the deli on plastic patio furniture and i'm like yes this is the spot <laughs> um but uh, that's a good question so what is your favorite italian restaurant in new jersey mine is um angelo's fairmount tavern in atlantic city it's not in a it's not in one of the casinos it's a very old like cl really good italian restaurant um in ac what about you guys uh whoever wants to go yeah. you go i'll go uh christine's in atlantic highlands um little hole in the wall maybe seats 20 24 people any given night need a reservation uh open till like 9 p.m three nights a week uh just fantastic limited menu southern like sicilian cuisine a lot of like artichoke dishes um the best veal I've ever eaten. Just just a very simple menu. The the owner is the the head chef. He comes out with every meal to you know say hi and everything. Just like a, a very very nice experience um, that you don't get very often nowadays. Uh, yeah, Christine's Atlantic Islands. That's it. Nice. What about you, Ricky? Uh, I'd probably say like Travados over in Oakland. Uh, there used to be the original one was where in the town I lived in, and then I guess they I don't know if they closed up. They closed up and they opened another location in Oakland. Didn't realize it till a couple of years ago, and I was like, went out to dinner there, and I was like, oh yeah, like they make fresh pasta and everything is so good. Sounds good. I've actually, I've actually kind of had problems finding like really good Italian restaurants in New Jersey, which I think is kind of crazy to think about. But I pasta wonder. Shop in Denville also is really good. 
Okay. I wonder if that's a just growing up Italian, like you just in your mind think that nothing compares to the, the food you ate at home. Right. That's my exact um, thought process. Oh, okay. Exactly. Good. It's not just me. Exactly. Um, no. So if we we're also... going out to dinner, it's usually, well, when, when my daughter's around, it's, she's a pain in the ass. So it's, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings or something that she'll actually eat because she's, a, like I said, a pain in the ass. But it's not usually for Italian. Yeah. <clears throat> it, two... It's fun. Sorry, go. Oh, okay. Uh, our, our two main. Uh, foods we go out for are either Asian food or Mexican food. Like Asian food, it's our, our new favorite place, uh, number 11 uh, food store in um, Hoboken. Another free plug. Dude, Story I don't care. In a row with free plugs. I don't give a shit. That place is fucking amazing. I'm going there tomorrow. Um, or Mexican. Uh, but also, what is it called? Um, Gringo's in Jersey City is, is really good. Phenomenal. Yep. And um, also a little hole in the wall place, maybe hole in the wall, uh, Mariachi in um, Metuchen. It's like legit Mexican, like the people, it's a family from Mexico, um, not like hipster Mexican, like gringos. Um, but it's actually authentic Mexican food. It's fucking amazing. But anyway, Vito, you were going to say before. It's funny about the place, Christine's. It was like five-ish or six years ago I first went. It was my buddy Jake, uh, Jake's Jake birthday. Farm? Exactly. Um, and he's, again, <laughs> half his family's Irish. Um, the other half is, don't even know what, but the furthest thing from Italian you could be. And he, he was asking me one night, he was like, it's my like my parents are taking me out for my birthday, you want to meet us i was like yeah like where are you going he goes this really good italian place in atlantic highlands and at the time i was commuting to and from montclair for for school and i was up in montclair i was like that's like a two-hour drive like for fucking italian food i hate to be an asshole but like what what the fuck do you know about it like what are you who are you to judge what's good and not italian food i was like you know what fuck it i'll go so i get there at like seven o'clock or whatever and i walk and i was like okay this is not what i was expecting at all it's a place called christine's at the like near keensburg i was like not expecting anything and again just fucking blew my socks off and we usually go two or three times a year now uh just for like special occasions that so that made me want to ask: Do we all know? So, do you guys know that you are a hundred percent Italian, or do you have anything else in your uh, in your genetics or your heritage? I don't think I could say I'm a hundred percent because my grandmother on my mom's side isn't uh, Italian. Um, what else? What else are you? Maybe a little German. Um, maybe a little English <laughs> stuff like that. I never. I just. Uh, I've always just said, what am I going to say? I'm 92% Italian, 6% German. You know what I mean? Um, I can't date back my great, great, great grandparents to being in Italy. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely not 100% Italian, but I'm close, I guess. I, I, I think my grandmother on my mom's side is German. Okay. Um, um what about you, Ricky? Uh, similar. My, uh, my mother's father um, was, I think, I want to say, like Russian Orthodox, maybe. Ooh, damn! I don't really, I don't really Fuzzy remember. hats. I don't really, you know, remember him other than him like picking me up. The only memories I have of him is him picking me up from preschool and taking me to Woolworths to buy a toy after uh, school, like all the time, like every time he'd pick me up, and that was about my only memories of him. But 
everything else everyone else is Italian. <clears throat> Interesting. I so growing up and until recently, I was always assuming and was always told that we are um the world. What is it? Uh yeah, sure. Seven eighths Italian, one eighth German. So that would be twelve and a half percent German. However, um both me and my older sister in the last couple of years, uh she did uh twenty-three and me. I did oh, I had to do genetics. The government has your DNA. Yeah, right. And uh I did some. Now genetics. you gotta pay taxes. No, no, I'm not I'm not gonna pay taxes. Um I refuse. But uh and I uh did genetics testing through some doctor shit I had going on, but um both of us came back with zero German, just more Italian than we thought we were. Um so I don't even know at this point. And and I didn't even have in in my testing results like that random like it's like ooh 0.4 percent french yeah like a little uh (laughs) the caucus mountains or something (laughs) like northern africa no it's just fucking italian as italian as it could possibly be so i don't know uh that's what i'm going with but italians do tend to mingle with with germans a little bit probably because of uh world war ii yeah a little you know, a little. Party. I like what you guys are doing over there. <laughs> I don't know, man. The Italians. I I don't even know how the Italians can be considered part of the axis of evil anymore. From from now, everybody talks about men thinking about the Roman Empire, and I never do. Uh, I think about World War II all the time. And from all the sh- yeah, from all the shit I've seen, the Italians didn't do shit. Mussolini Nothing. was yeah. Mussolini was an asshole running a fascist government, despite the trains being on time. Um, but like. The Italian military attempted to help the Germans in Northern Africa, and from all accounts, the Germans fucking left them there and were like, "We don't need your help, thank you," and left them there. And <laughs> and then they failed to conquer Tunisia like three times. Um, they couldn't hold any of their their uh, you know their colonies or anything. So listen, we're lovers, not fighters. That's listen, for man, sure. Gold chains and I'm a great instigator. Um, if I if anything ever led to a confrontation, I'd crumble like a fucking house of cards. I love stirring the pot. You know what I mean? Love stirring the pot. Don't you? like getting into no the pot. You? That's... When push comes to shove, I'm out. I was never here. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you're a little bit of a shit stirrer. Me? Um, a little bit. Listen, tiny you can attest to this. I'm the same person online that I am in real life. Yes, you, you know, the, the saying goes with you, you are committed to the bit. You are committed, committed to, to uh, being a flaming ass bag. A few years ago, no, not a few, it was probably eight or nine now, we would go to my friend Corey's for, for Thanksgiving Eve, and it, it, it was the biggest drinking night of the year. And his mom's birthday falls around Thanksgiving, um, and there would always be almost like 40 of us going, just like from high school and everything, and whatnot just a just a big rager and like i said his mom's birthday falls around thanksgiving so one year i convinced everyone that we were doing a last minute surprise birthday party like a a a fakesgiving type thing for his mom everyone's like yeah yeah, that's great that's great so i i was telling everyone what like they had to bring like not a big portion or anything doesn't even have to be homemade just bring so and so but i told every single person to bring stuffing 
and like four or five people actually brought it but a few were kind of like it's too short a notice we can't bring anything like sorry but uh, a few people did all end up bringing stuffing and like after the third person that brought stuff did you just tell everyone to bring stuffing i was like yeah jesus um we're finally on the last rounds of our draft, and I think Brian gave up because he just picked Kako, and then his next pick was Nolan Patrick. That's fucked up. Nolan <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's probably not even going to play. Thomas Hickey is listed as a devil still. That's interesting. So is Christian Yaros. Isn't Thomas Hickey doing like Islanders broadcast now? Yeah, you can actually draft Hickey, uh, Subban, Yakovlev. <clears throat> You Yager. You never know. No. Kovalchuk? No, he's fully retired. I think I'm going to use my last pick on Yikor Yakovlev. Yep. I'm doing that. Ooh, no, I still have John Marino. Never mind. I'm going to take Marino. Um, yeah. Fuck. So let's talk about the significant others. Uh, my wife. Um, She's probably, I don't know, 25 to 40% Italian. She's also like, what is it? Scottish, Irish, English, all that stuff. Um, you know, Quinn. Yeah, I don't care how Italian you are. When you're a Quinn, you're fucking British or Irish or whatever. What about uh, Ricky? What's, what's Renee got going on? Where's her family from? Father's Italian or mother's French-Canadian. Well, that's right. They got the French-Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, from like some little last town, some little town in like like outside of Quebec, where there was like two families that just fucked each other, basically. Okay, Man, yeah, I have a story. <laughs> like I have very, a story. very incestual, from what I'm told. Damn, those French Canadians love to it's fuck. Like, it's like in the even mountains. if it's each other. Yeah, it's like literally like in the fucking mountains. It's like hours away from civilization. Jesus Christ! Story about. What French Canadian ship, but it's not before you get there. No, it's not good for the podcast. It's a bad story. Not exactly proud of it. Um, where's your wife's family from? Uh, mostly German. Um, her dad's 100% German. Uh, they were Germans and Italians get get along. See, they her uh, her grandparents uh, survived the Holocaust. Um, they were in Nazi occupied Germany. Uh, not Germany. Uh, Jew. They're 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 German Jews. Um, and they were brought into Germany. Um, and then yeah, I think her mom's pretty German too. Maybe maybe a little English, but mostly German. It's German interesting Jews. how Germans and Italians get along, considering culturally, I don't think they could be any more different. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time how well not not Germans and Italians, but uh like religious wise Jewish people and Italians, how much they don't get along or hate each other, but are the exact same fucking person. Yeah. That that's all I got. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you thought I was following up with anything, but now I, I feel like I let you down. Why don't you follow up with that uh, French-Canadian story you had? No. No? No, it's kind of fucked up. Oh, looking man, back, it's perfect it's, for 
perfect for podcasts. Looking, looking back, it's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done this. Um, now you're making me want to hear it. Um, all right. Okay. Well, all right. I'm going to lead off with it wasn't my idea or doing for the most part. It was a follow along thing. You know, peer pressure when you're in high school. So me oh, yeah. and this kid, Danny, I went to high school with um, just assholes. You know what I mean? And it was mostly him again. He would call. Oh, this sounds so fucked up. Um, he would call the suicide hotline. Oh, okay. and and make up this story that and he would do this voice saying he lives in in this French Canadian town in New Jersey. It's very French Canadian. Um, and he was getting bullied in school and didn't know what to do. And all the kids in the town would beat him and shove French baguettes up his ass. And he called so many times that they eventually knew the story before it would end and give him or us, I can't say I'm not involved, give us a stern talking to on the phone saying how fucked up it was that we were wasting their time when people could actually be calling the suicide hotline. So we'd hang up and call immediately again. That's, That's really it. Just, you know, Teenage boy, terrible, privileged white kid shit. You've perfected a French Canadian accent if you ever had to use it. No, that that was the, he he would talk like this. You know, I <laughs> I, I grow I, I live in a French Canadian town in New Jersey. It's, you know, it, New Jersey's known for its French Canadian shit, which is like part of the joke. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? French Canadian portion of New Jersey. There's um, a lot of uh, towns in New Jersey that have French names, so he could have, if he did his research, you know, Bayonne. Yeah, and, no, 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 no. We you know. no research was done. Huh. Carteret or two of them. Um, no, no research was done. What um, else you so yeah, buttheads want to talk about? Hopefully, something else. Hopefully, we could edit that out. Um, you know what? I'm not doing any editing, and it was so late into the show where it's not oh. happening. <laughs> Hopefully, two people. <laughs> show, people point. fucking tuned out fucking twenty minutes ago. Oh, then now, now's we when we could say the really fucked up stuff. Then, like, um, you guys, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> no, that's probably it. Um, I don't know. I, do you got it? You got anything else on your minds that you wanna you wanna bring up? You ever take a nap on your grandparents? plastic covered furniture and you wake up just fucking drenched stuck. in sweat stuck to it yeah yeah thank fuck my grandparents never had the plastic furniture but they had like the really really old greenish brown like fabric couches and shit that like you know everything in the 50s 60s whatever was green and brown um all that stuff and that was hot enough but yeah the plastic thank god i didn't have to deal with that shit she, uh, she looks at me like um like a terrorist because a I have a dog um and b I, I treat him like he's like a, a a kid and let him like on the couch and sleep in bed with me and shit mm-hmm. and there's nothing that disgusts her more on this planet that I let this filthy animal live in my house and not outside. Wait, filthy! Who's the filthy animal? You? Uh both. That was yeah, both me and the dog. Oh, okay. Okay. But he's a good boy. He just came in. He's got to pee. Sure, he's a very good boy. We should probably stop.
We can stop rambling. (laughs) I'm out of shit. I did no preparation for this because I had a really busy day. And now I feel like an idiot this whole time. Like, what? What should we talk about? I think we did good. We talked about our heritages. What's all right? What's your favorite Italian dish? We can end with favorite Italian dish. I'll get made fun of for this because it is the most basic, boring ass answer ever. It's spaghetti and meatballs. And it's just because my mother would spend so much fucking time making meatballs that they were perfect and sauce from scratch. And they were so good. And that's one of the reasons why I can't go to an Italian restaurant because I haven't had my mother's spaghetti and meatballs in 15 years, but nothing will ever compare to that. And I know it's the most basic ass Italian dish you could possibly think of, but that's what I'm going with. What about you guys? Chicken parm. Chicken parm. All right. Just as basic. It's got to be good chicken parm though. Yeah. Like, cut it with a fork. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty similar, except for I'm veal. Um, Either veal parm or, like, a veal marsala, but needs to be, A, crispy on the outside, and B, tender, you know, tender enough to cut with a knife. But I'm a big veal fan. Also, if we're making a sandwich out of that stuff, you got to get the sauce on the side. Yes. Yeah, you got to, oh, man. Dip it in, don't let it get. 100%. 100%. 100p. You got to get that shit on the side so that it's all nice and crispy and you just dip it in. That's why I'm not a fan of au jus either because it just makes everything soggy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, leave my bread alone. Like when my bread's crispy. Yeah, I'll lube up my sandwich however I want. Here we go with the sandwich lube. I don't know. One day I asked somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like I always do on my Twitch stream. Like I ask everybody every night what you have for dinner, and and somebody was talking about a sandwich, and I said, "Do you have any lube on that sandwich? What'd you lube it up with?" <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I refer it as now. It's sandwich lube. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was my favorite. Uh, oh, let's end. Let's end with this stupid favorite pizza. Um, we got to go to Nancy's Townhouse in Rawway. What about you guys? Mm, I'd say the best pizza I've ever had was the Faro's in Brooklyn. <clears throat> it's a famous spot. Uh, the best I've had is Luigi's in Brooklyn. Um, my favorite, though, just because I, I don't go to Brooklyn often. Uh, my favorite around here is Federici's in Freehold. Oh, I've heard good things. Federici's yeah, I'd say, great. I'd say pizza that I can go and get on a weekend would be Ralph's probably in Nutley. Hmm. All okay. very high scores from Portnoy. Well, Ralph's? Yeah, Ralph's was a high score. Defar's high score. Uh, Luigi's was like a 9-3 or 9-4. Yeah, went Nancy's was an 8-8, eight, eight, I think. Yep. Went to those before he went. Yes. Um, uh, strawberries yeah, Ralph, in Woodbridge is good, too. Ralph's was funny because we lived in, in Belleville for a while and never realized that Ralph's was like really close by until we were like leaving. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. We could have been eating Ralph's this whole time. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up there. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out as usual. Thank you, Vito. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with more shenanigans. You know what we are doing? And I don't know when this is going to drop and it's probably a horrible idea. So when we were at the game against the Islanders, our good friend Haley asked why I never invite her to be on the podcast. And I said, you know, you can come on anytime. 
But now, Haley, Meg, and Jamie are going to do their own episode. I have no idea what they're going to talk about. I'm also not probably not going to listen to it. I'm going to throw it into uh, the editing software, put the music on the beginning and the end, and ship that shit and probably never listen to it because I don't want to know. But yeah, Andrew, Andrew said to me, told me about this the other day, and I was like, do we have to be there for that? <laughs> and he was yeah, like, you, know, Ricky, you goes, have to moderate no. it. He goes, no, and I was like, oh, thank God. No, no, no. I, and I think it would be cool for them to have their own thing, and it might be it'll be under the last change umbrella. Um, so we might end up putting out like three episodes a week, one hockey podcast, one bullshit podcast like this, and then the girls can do their own thing. But um, I don't know. It might be fun. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're going to do more episodes of this one too. I'm trying to figure out good things we can talk about. I have, so, you know, and with my buddy John that we talked to on the first episode of this, we have so many stories that we want to tell that would just be amazing content, but too many people will get in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure the three of us can, can spend another couple hours talking about just hilarious shit that we'll have to take to the grave. Yeah. Um, yeah. For example, the, uh, the D the message I sent you yesterday about the AI Twitter image. Oh, you're trying to get no I'm not today was you could name. I'm not saying anybody's name. No, no, no. Today you were telling me you couldn't get Kako as a bust. They wouldn't make that picture yeah, for you. Wouldn't make it for, not fucking make it for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dude. yeah the pictures that I got a couple last night DM to me that were just really brutal but hilarious. But I don't want to say what they were. Oh wait a minute, was the, the one you sent me? No, there was there was one way worse that. I oh, okay. Because the one you sent me, we can we can say, and it was. Jacob Truba elbowing the Twin Towers. No, it was way worse than that. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. By the way, I don't. I'm not even going to try to make any AI images anymore because the one that Moro Jork fan made of Mitch Marner being chased With by a chicken, chicken finger, yeah. that's the funniest shit I've ever seen. And <laughs> I cannot wait to play the Leafs because I'm going to post that shit everywhere. Um, we should all print those out and just tape them, like duct tape them to the glass as many as we can. Michael Vick boxing a dog. Jesus Christ. Those were, By those the way, were of, those were two of them that were fucking hilarious. Ricky, the first one though, oh, and I'm not going to I'm not going to say the context, but you should put Castellanos in there for obvious reasons. Okay. All right. I have to shit on my computer. That's why I'm not making them. I never want I to be on my phone. The same thing. Well, nah, the the first one he sent me is is a uh, is Alonzo raising his arms in the air while a tragedy is going on, and I'm like, that's got to be Castellanos. I mean, that's that's the dude that hits home runs when shit's going on. So, but anyway, we'll get better at this over time, dude. My fucking tweet, like maybe 300, 400 likes, isn't a lot to a lot of people, but my phone would not stop ringing all day, and. 425 likes right now. I, all I said was, I, I feel bad for the rest of the NHL. The Devils fan base is overflowing with elite shit posters that have been waiting for this team to be good again. We are going to be the most insufferable fan base in the NHL this year. It's going to be fun. And it's true. But apparently everybody already knows that we're a bunch of pricks. So, Well, obviously. But yeah. I've been um, waiting for this moment my entire life. I mean, I've been waiting for it since 2012. Um, 
which I guess is your entire movie. life, you young son of a bitch. Yeah, you're on the terrorist watch list now, Ricky. That one doesn't even make sense. Why no, is Alonzo there? It's so bad. I don't know. It fucking caught me so off guard. I was dying laughing. I was just so fucking wrong. Yeah, I mean, Michael Vick uh, boxing a dog looks like a golden retriever. That one's funny. Um, there we go. I think I saw Aaron Rodgers being chased by people with uh, vaccines. <laughs> Poke him with vaccines. Oh my this god! The newest thing, and by next week it'll be like, don't use this software. It's downloading viruses into your butthole. Oh god! Yeah, China has a database on everything we're yeah, into yeah. now. China, China. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.